Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking, our program. Here called a fisherman's five-minute look at the book. It has been a blessing being with you this week. We've thought about this week. It's just sort of a little word called man-made. You know, is that all you have? All you possess are things that are just handmade. We use the text in Daniel chapter 4. The problem with things being handmade, it just sooner or later it falls apart. Uh, there's no There's no future and things that are made by the hands of man, I need to find something, amen, that is eternal instead of something that is corruptible, something that's fallen apart. Daniel chapter 4, we have a wicked king, and he's boasting about who he is. And, of course, he is king over all. We think about uh, a place. We think about over in the Middle East, one of the greatest empires that ever existed upon the face of the earth, the kingdom of Babylon. And he walks in the palace, the kingdom of Babylon. He spake and said, is not this great Babylon that I have built? All right. Man-made. Man-made. Greatest empire on the face of the earth. All right. Uh, Let me ask you, where is that empire today? We think about where is this king today? Just in the sands of time. I, I want to find something that is eternal, that's everlasting. So what we did this week, thinking about something man-made, I'm not saying I don't appreciate uh, thinking about what man has been able to do, his capabilities, and through testings and trials and inventions. I'm not saying I'm thankful to live in this age. I am. I'm so glad that I don't have to ride a horse from place to place. I can go in an air-conditioned car and get in an air-conditioned uh, jet and fly around this world. I'm thankful for that. But I tell you what, I, I, want, I want something that's that has some eternal value to it. I want I want to get hooked with something that uh, thinking about something that's not going to uh, fall apart. So what we've done, we've left this ground, and we've ascended into the very throne room of God. Uh, what do we find in heaven? Is there any man-made thing in heaven? Are you listening? Sort of going to try to complete what we. Wanted to emphasize this week. Anything man-made there? We think about God? No. We think about the angels, the seraphim, the cherubim. Did man make any of those? We think about the throne of God. We think about the sea of glass. We think about New Jerusalem that's being made there now. Is man having a part with that? No. Who's doing that? That's a product of the hand of God. We think about heaven itself, the spiritual qualities that are there. In heaven, there's love because God is Love, a heaven, a place of perfect peace. Did man send love to heaven? Uh, is love in heaven because of mankind? No. As far as peace is concerned, no war, joy, not just happiness, but in heaven, joy. You know, did man bring these to heaven? Why, no. If you were to look around heaven, all around, we think about however vast it is. You know, what would you see there that would be man-made? There's only one thing. We think about it. In the past, God came to visit this planet in the person of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We talk about the coming of Jesus Christ. And Jesus descended to this planet to relate to mankind. Come on, please listen. And uh, to relate to man in the sense of uh, what this fallen creature is going through. And the Son of God robed himself human flesh. Yes, he was very God, but yes, very man. And now in this body of flesh, 
He understood what man is going through. And you know what he chose to do in the plan of God? There was that he died for the sins of mankind. And one day, as far as this Savior that I have, this Lord and this God I, I have in my heart, uh, the love that was in him, my friend, he stretched, was stretched. We think about outstretched before the world died on the cross. His death, my friend, left us with a thought. We think about in heaven, is there anything in heaven that's man-made? And you've probably already thought about it. Yes, there's Jesus, and Jesus is there, and you look in his hands, and there are the scars. Ah, uh, did Jesus have the scars in a glorified body? Oh, yes, you can find that in John chapter 20. So the only thing in heaven that man is responsible for are those scars, but not for him to show us that to cause fear, but him to show us that to show us his love. I'm glad to be, my friend, associated with an eternal God and a Savior, my friend, that's a forgiver of sin. Until next week, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.